America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Believe It or Not, the show where we believe it or not or not or not. Damien, what's new? Uh, not a whole lot. You know, the usual yeah. living life to the fullest. Uh, I'm probably about sixty uh, percent, maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe closer to like forty-five. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We record these in advance, and right now uh, we're in the middle of the. Just for laughs. J- yeah. JFL 42 in Toronto. That's true. So I've seen lots of comedy. Watching shows. Comedy shows. So yeah. living more of a life. Yeah. That's pretty fun. So probably, so I said 45. Let's bump it up to uh, 53. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sound fair? Sounds fair. Yeah. 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 If you don't, uh, if you've never checked it out, uh, try, uh, check out comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You I, should. I really enjoy it. <laughs> um, But the Christmas season is approaching. Well, I guess we'd say we're in the Christmas season. The holiday spirit. The holiday spirit is upon us. Would you us say we're, I guess, uh, when they're listening to this. Yeah, when they're listening. Uh, so now, for us, we're pretensies to be in mm-hmm. the holiday, in the Christmas season. But for the people listening, we're legit in the, they're legit in the Christmas season at the moment. Right. Yeah. So they're uh, buying presents for their loved ones. Mm. If they have them. If they have them, they're drinking eggnog. If they have it. If they have it. Or they're not lactose intolerant. Yeah, exactly. They're drinking vegan eggnog if they're vegan. Uh, I've never had vegan eggnog. No, me neither. Is there vegan eggnog? I'm sure there is. I mean, that's a lot of things that you have to simulate. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Eggnog's one of those drinks where uh, every couple years I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'll have a glass of eggnog. And then I get about a third of the way through it and I'm like, I don't... Really like eggnog. Okay. Yeah, I, li- I like it, but I, I'll buy a carton and then I'll have one drink and mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, there better be other people who are going to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a weird drink yeah. that you you think you're going to like and then you never like. Yeah. And then it gets stanky in your fridge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember uh, we were cleaning the fridge in the spring and I mm-hmm. found a carton of eggnog yeah. <laughs> this wow. year. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is, a, yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. So, but that's, that's that. Um, another staple though of... The Christmas season is those little, uh, those little fuckers, those guys who ring that little bell outside your grocery store mm-hmm. or shopping mall, and yep. they have a bucket, and you they want you to put money in it. Oh, uh, name of Salvation Army. I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, before we get in, I just wanted to say uh, about the war on Christmas. Mm, um, yes. Uh, Starbucks, because we both worked there. Did uh, how much did you hate uh, steaming eggnog? Oh yeah, that's that was the worst. It, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, and it didn't taste good. It did not taste good. I don't think I made that many, to be honest. No, I feel like at the other coffee shop I worked at, it was like a eggnog flavored thing. You'd put a pump of, like you would with other. Yeah, I mean maybe do half eggnog, yeah. half milk, and then add some nutmeg or something. Yeah, but Starbucks, it's like just straight uh, yeah. eggnog, and it's really tough to steam. It steamed very yeah. loudly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sound like a screaming. You know child. what it was? That that is the true cost. Of the war of Christmas. It's holiday yeah, exactly. spirit. Yeah, being wrenched apart with mm-hmm. hot steam. So, mm-hmm. oh, and speaking of the war of 
uh, on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Last year we did our War on Christmas episode. This mm-hmm. year we we are going to do a special episode um, as our War on Christmas. Yes, our War on Christmas. We're uh, we're getting ready. We're stuffing the stockings with some holiday ammunition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what we're- do you hate about Christmas? Uh, send that in. Or what do you want us to take down? Are we yeah. talking Last Christmas by Wham? Do you hate that? Yeah. Tell us about it. I mean, I think, you know, last ki- Christmas, you gave me a heart the very next day. Yeah. Or I gave you a heart and the very next day you gave it away. Yeah. I mean, isn't that their right to do? Yeah, that's true. That I mean, is the right. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like someone, it's okay not to yeah. to be with them. Uh, but then again, maybe they were leading them on. That's true. So, But maybe that's the right to. I guess that's true. Yeah. They took a day to think about it, and you're like, you know what? I'm not really into this. Yeah, exactly. But back to Sally Ann, Salvation Army. Do you ever call it Sally Ann? I've heard it. Yeah. You don't like nicknames. Oh, I don't mind nicknames. I just... Why why are we calling it the Sally Ann? Uh, It's a fun nickname, because Salvation Army, Sally, Sally Ann. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, but like, why? But... Yeah. yeah, it doesn't save much time. People always do that with things, though. They always just like, oh, let's give it something that changes it just enough. But uh, yeah, like Value Village, some people call it like uh, uh, VV Boutique, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, things like that, or GT like, when, Boutique when you call for Giant Tiger. Walmart. Yeah, Walmart, Wally World, Wally World. Yeah, yeah. It's just like get over yourself. Yeah, yeah. We know where you shop. Yeah, exactly. In. Uh, the corporate shitholes of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the not corporate shitholes. And yeah, the uh, the the poorhouse. Mm-hmm. Is and the poorhouse. <laughs> you ever buy anything at Salvation Army thrift stores? Uh, yeah, I bought stuff at thrift stores. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I, I, bought... shop, I shop at those those shitholes too. Yeah, people stuff that people don't want. Yeah, I want they, them. They give it away. Yeah, I was um, I shot a video a couple of years ago called uh, two VCRs. I know world famous video mm-hmm. two, v- two VCRs, and I bought a I bought them at a thrift store mm-hmm. but i checked out salvation army first and they had the coolest old vintage like first generation vcr there and i should have bought it it was the you coolest didn't. thing it was like toggle switches yeah. and who doesn't love a good toggle and it was like the kind where you press like you put the tape in and then it's like on top and you yep. push that thing down and it goes oh it was just so huge too like um probably 700 dollars when it came out yeah exactly and now Seven dollars? Yeah, probably. I think, yeah, I think it's about seven dollars. So. Yeah, but uh, thanks, Obama. A lot of people don't know though. Salvation Army. Did you know it's a church? Yeah, I, I, I think I did know that. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a, a very d- religious organization. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually attended uh, some of the church services from the Salvation Army. Okay, so they have church services. Yeah, like, like actual services. Yeah, I figured it was just like a religious organization. I didn't realize that it was a full-on. Yeah, it's a full-on church, church denomination. Okay, and so okay, then so it is a denomination. Yeah, and then the denomination runs the thrift mm-hmm. stores and the the shelters, shelters and, and all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a lot of like it's the church members and stuff that will help run these organizations, and they have like jobs and stuff that they hire people for too. Yeah. But I think a lot of times you like if you're attending a church, you'll kind of be expected to do some hours at at the thrift store or at the shelter or whatever. Really, whatever else. Yeah. So it's kind of so are. Everyone who works at uh, like those places is volunteers then? No, they do have other employees as well. Okay, so they but, pay some, but yeah. then they also don't yeah. pay others. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, and they've they've actually gotten some hot water for that. 
But we'll get into the hot water section in a bit. Let's talk a little bit about their history. All right, let's uh, start from the beginning. Beginning, 1865, East London. That's too long ago. That's too long ago, yeah. A gentleman named by the name of William Booth and his wife Catherine Booth um, started something that they called the East London Mission. Okay. Um, They were Methodist preachers. Methodism comes, you know, out of the holiness movement, and Mm -hmm. they had a lot of holiness kind of ideals as well and part of it was making sure that um everybody hears the gospel and everybody is kind of taken care of and everybody um that like that there there's nobody in society who should be neglected or forgotten Mm -hmm. so that's why they kind of that makes sense yeah 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 so the whole point of east london christian mission was to convert the gambler the prostitute the alcoholic the addict and so they're not that they're not yeah so then then, yeah so they're reformed and they're not that and then yeah so that's kind of how they started. So it wasn't originally called the Salvation Army until 1978. Do you think they tried to get uh, gamblers to stop or to believe in the Lord by saying, why don't you take a gamble <laughs> take on a, the Lord? Take away. Ah, probably. And then the guy was such a so addicted to gambling that they took a chance on uh, God. Yeah. And then God showed himself to them. To him, and he now put it all on black and nothing. <laughs> nothing. House wins. <laughs> God, you there? Uh, so, so one of their one of their members was writing a letter, one of the kind of leaders, and he said, "We have a very strong volunteer army." And someone was like, "No, no, it's not a volunteer army. We're uh, the a Salvation, Salvation Army." army. Oh, and so roll cro- credits, roll credits. It was also around the same time that they're leaving the Methodist denomination, becoming mm-hmm. not just a mission but their own church denomination, and kind of. Moving on from there. Would you watch the origin of the Salvation Army movie? The Salvation Network? If uh, they made it? I don't... I mean, I'd watch it, but whether I... Oh, that could be pretty bad. Oh, the Salvation <laughs> Network, yeah. I, th- I think that's the best way yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would it be written by Aaron Sorkin? Yes, it would have okay, to be. it would have to be. Or yeah, with the, with the soundtrack by Trent Reznor. Yeah. <laughs> And then with the name Army already in use, they're like, mm-hmm. well, why don't we just go by Army Structures? So they yeah. kind of, like, William Booth became the general. Catherine, oh, they, they kept the ge- the the order, too. The order, yeah. Oh, okay. So he became, like, the general of the Army. His wife wow. became the mother of the Salvation Army. The mother? Of, yeah. The mother is not a, an it's Army. It's not, not an Army thing. But then they, they would have, like, soldiers were kind of, like, the base. Yeah, like, and then they'd have, yeah. Like, general. Captain. Like, uh, captain, and, like, sergeant. Th- yeah. Private. Exactly. They would just have like all the Kiss Army, and they have uniforms. So different countries, just like the Kiss <laughs> Army. <laughs> so different countries have different uh, kind of colors for their army in their country or whatever. But oh. there's different ranks, and so like, and I remember too the church I visited because my friend went there, so I visited there a couple times, and they would they move people around a lot. You're kind of assigned mm-hmm. where you're going to be. So the church is kind of run almost like a dictatorship for three years or whatever. And like this person makes all the decisions and mm-hmm. then they move on to another place. So people will just stop going there for a while if they don't like the, the minister or whatever that, that they have. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because I'll notice sometimes you'll walk around and all you'll see, like uh, during the holiday season, yeah. you'll see the bell ringers and they just incessantly ring the bell. Yeah. And that's all they fucking do. 
And then sometimes you never see them. So maybe it's just yeah. because they have someone who's like, you got to get out there. You got to ring that bell. And yeah. Like, but I'm driving people nuts and I'm losing my mind because yeah. I'm constantly ringing this bell and I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they're just like, just keep yeah. ringing the bell. We got to get that money. Yeah. <laughs> and then that person leaves and the other guy's just like, dude, guys, just chill on the bells. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Will, uh, Booth described their mission with the three, three S's. Mm-hmm. So soup, soap, and salvation. Get people fed, get people clean, and get them saved. Yeah. Fed, bed, and wed. Fed, bed, and wed. (laughs) Basically, Uh, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 1880s when they moved out of England and uh, moved to other countries. Mm -hmm. Australia, Ireland, and the U.S. were the first three. Is this when they started different colors, too? I I think so. That might have actually come down later. I've never seen... uh, Oh, no, no. I've seen them. Are they like blue uniforms? Here? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I like have seen those. blue, yeah. But I don't know if I've seen anyone in real life wearing them. No. Or if I've just seen it in commercials. Okay, yeah. I've seen it I've seen it in real life because at the church, they'll, a lot of people will wear their uniforms to church instead they of really? wearing your Sunday best, you're wearing your uniform, yeah. Everyone's welcome. Like, anybody can come to the service, but yeah. a lot of the people who have any sort of, like, history with the church or... Any sort of rank within the the church will wear their uniform, and it's like kind of a big deal to get that uniform and and everything like that. So wow, yeah. Wait, so they give you the uniform? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you have to pay for it or if you, you're given it. Can you but, buy one at the Salvation Armies? Um, maybe maybe the Salvation Army surplus store. That's true. <laughs> That's, I would go there. Yeah, and you can buy a, a holiday tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But according to Wikipedia, um, because they took a while to actually officially move to other countries, mm-hmm. as people are, oh, there's a lot of immigration at this point anyway, so right. people are kind of setting up their own little Salvation Army-esque churches and missions and Copycats. stuff like that. Yeah. So then once they officially would move into these countries, they would already kind of feet on the ground and they would... Bootleg Salvation bo- yeah, Armies. Yeah, bootleg Salvation Armies and then they would kind of merge and become official Salvation Armies and stuff. So they kind of had instant congregations as they moved. They were kind of had a good reputation but not like mm-hmm. kind of, you know, little like questioning eyes or whatever in the early yeah. days of like what's your what's your motivation here. But the 1906 hurricane in San Francisco oh, and the 1900 hurricane, hur- the Galveston hurricane, they both, uh, the, the Salvation Army went in and like was a really good relief form right. and like really helped a lot of people out. And it was kind of then that they, they started to really get the notoriety of a really good organization that it did. Will... Did the Salvation Army predate the Red Cross? I think so. Okay. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Because Let's I think see. they're the primary guys who do a lot of that. I'm sure they do a lot yeah. of that now. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is the Red Cross, they're a secular organization, right? Or are they? A... I actually don't know. Well, I know I know Red Cross is all volunteer based, so I don't yeah. I don't know though. Oh, uh, and it started around the same time. Oh, okay. So uh Red Cross was two years before eighteen sixty three and it started in Switzerland. Oh, okay. So Oh, so the Swiss The Swiss beat us to it. I'm sick of the Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> That's a reference to a comedy sketch. I I'm not actually sick of the Swiss. <laughs> and I don't hate Winnipeg. Just the song. Um so are they are they secular or are they Oh, it looks like they're secular. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just a humanitarian organization. Yeah. Good. Let's talk about some of their beliefs. They have like, I guess you'd say their own creed. Mm-hmm. They're di- like a little different in kind of their some of their practices and some of their core beliefs from other Christian organizations. But at the end of the day, they're just like a basic holiness movement, evangelical church. 
So they they believe definitely in like the Bible and the scripture and all that stuff. But a couple things that sort of separate them from other churches is they don't believe in communion. So they don't take communion, part mm-hmm. because they've always been so big against alcoholism, things like that. They didn't want to have that kind of option in the church. Right. A lot of churches at the time were switching to grape juice or water for their communion, but they just decided not to do communion at all. I mean, okay, so you're you're switching to grape juice or water. Don't you think God would know? Yeah. Well, maybe God's like not paying attention when but they're setting it didn't up. didn't he say... To use wine and food? I don't know. What did yeah, he say? Yeah, well, he said, this is my blood. Uh, drink this in remembrance of me. So so he never actually said for people to do it. Yeah. It was just a story that he told for yeah, some people. basically, yeah. So I... It became... I think in the Bible, there is something about they will do this for all the days or something like that. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay, so it has to be wine, though. Like so if you're not using wine, yeah, then... You're fucking up. Yep, it's true. I got it. So they... They cut it out altogether because they were also saying, because there was a lot of emphasis on you're forgiven when you do communion. And they wanted to say like, no, it's, it's not about that. It's about an inward salvation. It's not about right. an outward like sign or outward like penance or things like that. So I think the point I want to make <laughs> is that uh, if you're able to change what you're doing communion with, you should be okay with abortion. Yeah, exactly. That is what we're all saying. And gay people uh, and yeah. uh, a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. So I just, I just want to lead with that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they also don't believe in baptism for the same reason mm-hmm. of... You don't want to dunk a baby. Yeah. Have don't. you seen some of those uh, yeah. videos? Of just... <laughs> Just like slam dunking a kid by the heel yeah. several times. But yeah, so they don't believe in baptism for like the same reason where it's just like an, mm-hmm. a physical outside sign when really you should just be relying on the Holy Spirit doing it or whatever. Right. So, and they also really don't believe in gambling like at all. They They won't even do like raffles for like charity or whatever if like they're out of school and they're doing like a raffle for a fundraiser or whatever mm-hmm. like that's against the rules. Why well, don't I don't even think uh uh schools anymore do that cuz I I remember uh in Ontario a big thing for a long time was uh bingo. Oh yeah. Was a big thing for a lot of I mean at least yeah. in my school board I know that was a big thing for fundraising yeah. and then they they were not allowed to do it anymore for Probably some for reason. religious like, like, yeah. not supposed to gamble or something. And I remember once when I was at the church, this guy was giving this testimony and how he was given like a free scratch ticket. You know how mm-hmm. sometimes at grocery stores you get like a yeah. a thing and it's like it's just a coupon. It's just yeah, a fun or like way a, to code, do a coupon. Yeah. yeah, like you get this, you get five percent off your next uh, or thing when you come in. And and he was saying he gave it back to the cashier, and she was like, "Oh no, no, you can." Uh, you can keep that. And he's like, no, I don't believe in gambling. And she's like, oh, okay, you don't want to give it to any friends. He's like, I don't want to participate in, in in this sin or whatever. And like, it was this big testimony that he was giving in church. I'm like, this is the funniest thing. <laughs> like, he won't he take a coupon. He didn't want a coupon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, other their other beliefs are kind of <laughs> similar. I feel like the good Lord likes a deal. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just have a feeling. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I grew up uh, Dutch and we're mm-hmm. very known. Like, we don't turn down deals. We really? love, we love a that. good deal. Um, I mean, I guess you could justify it either way. Like, if you're given the coupon, it could either be a temptation 
Mm-hmm. But what if it's uh, the other way? And what if God is giving you this coupon exactly. in order to save uh, money for your family? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it seems to be circular logic is I think what I mean is that you, you know, you're, you're just running around in circles. It could go either way, but yeah. you're, you're just choosing whichever befits your perceived morality in that case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. What am I talking what, about? What are we talking what, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, they have a big, uh, if you'd like me to shut up, uh, hashtag, send us a hashtag. Damien, shut up, but don't. Because we love Damien and he's just going through a rough time. I mean, it'd be fine if he did. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't mind uh, trending. Okay. <laughs> a lot of their creed uh, has to do with repentance mm-hmm. and... With arms, a How? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and how you are justified by grace. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the whole holiness movement thing. Justified by grace. So you your salvation or your entrance into heaven is by the grace of god okay but it's also a continued thing where you have to live an obedient life and obedient faith in christ so that means that's what the salvation that's what the charity work and Mm -hmm. all that stuff comes obedient obedient yeah and like a dog yeah Yeah. and to go back to the denomination thing another i don't know if i kind of touched on this and then i think we had some technical issues but um a lot of churches kind of frowned upon the down and out kind of people coming into their church, like right, you know, they were trying to gentrify the neighborhood. Yeah, and they didn't want the riffraff. Yeah, and so that's why they decided. Another reason they decided to start their own church so that they can just welcome anybody, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be this. And it was like, yeah, it. it I gotta say, place of welcoming. That yeah. is a that is a plus in my book. Yeah, for that type of uh, uh, organization. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do some trivia. About okay. The Salvation Army. The song "Strawberry Fields Forever" by the Beatles refers to a. Salvation Army Orphanage called Strawberry Field, where John Lennon used to play behind and sometimes play with some of the kids from the orphanage. The phrase on the wagon was uh, coined by members of the Salvation Army Church. Evangeline Booth, William Booth's daughter, would drive her wagon through the streets of New York to encourage alcoholics to board for a ride back to the Salvation Army. And so if they're on the wagon, then that meant they were still not... So it was a literal wagon. It was a literal wagon. Okay. Yeah. Um, donuts have some roots in the Salvation Army or their popularity. In 1917, mm-hmm. some Salvation Army volunteers went to World the Army in the on the fronts or whatever and made <laughs> made a had Donut Day where they would give baked goods including donuts and they would fry up donuts and this became like a very nostalgic thing for soldiers right and so when they would come home they would seek out donuts and donuts became more popular and that's yeah so that's because the salvation army and another thing is you know how salvation army has music playing a lot of times they'll have like salvation army bands do they yeah i think a good example uh do you remember the mr bean christmas special yeah when uh there's a band on the street that was a salvation army band and he like gets them donations by Make f- catching the pickpocket and making him give oops, oh, making the okay. pickpocket give all his money to the church, and then accidentally he accidentally conducts the band. Uh, <laughs> I think that must. I, I don't think I've ever seen a, a Salvation Army band here. No, is that a more European thing? I think it's probably more a European thing. But the way that started was they would go around the streets trying to convert people and trying to like save the down and out kind of people. And people were tired of the Salvation Army and also, yeah. And, and so rightly so. People would get in fights and stuff. Man, I'm tired of the bell ringers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine they had a whole band. Well, that's the thing. The, this family volunteered to kind of act as 
bodyguards mm-hmm. for some of these people, but they were also musicians, so they would bring their instruments right. along to play, and they found that playing music and stuff got them more accepted and also distracted people if they were trying to pick fights and stuff. That's and true. Was, I mean, if they were really knocking out some bangers, you know? Yeah. I mean, if they really fucking slapped, that would be, mm-hmm. that'd be good. Like, just a free bird, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And... So that's let's talk about some controversies around mm-hmm. the Salvation Army Church and organization. Right. What'd they do? Well, let's see. Well, at first people just didn't like them because uh, pub owners didn't like them because they would take their customers. Oh, would they go into bars? They would go into bars. And, oh, that's but a they dick would, move. They would also like get all these people sober, help get all these people sober, and then uh, not as many people are going to the pubs. Yeah. So people were angry with. The Salvation Army and started their kind of anti-Salvation Army group called the Skeleton Army, where they like throw things at Salvation Army. Skeleton people. Army, yeah. Now this is cool. Oh, cool name. I mean, it would be really scary to run into a Skeleton Army. Mm-hmm. It would be. Um, um, have you seen a skeleton before? I've seen uh, Jason and the Argonauts. Uh, okay, I'm not familiar, but I know the story of, but I don't know this film. I'm assuming a film. The Jason and the Argonauts? I haven't seen it. I just know that scene where the skeletons come up that. and, yeah. Oh, like in uh, Evil Dead 3. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they're, I mean, it was just Halloween, mm-hmm. if you're listening. Yeah. So you might have been to the grocery store or the mall mm-hmm. or your neighbor's house and you saw a skeleton. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we look like under all of our muscles. Mm-hmm. And, that's us. Sca- and, and if there was a whole army of those, that'd be scary. That would yeah. be scary. Uh, there's also been a lot of issues with Salvation Army and the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. This is what I was uh, leading to. Yeah, earlier. and that's kind of their main. I mean, thing. I don't want to say to be fair because that's not yeah. what I mean. But the Salvation Army is not the only religious organization to not have oh, a good. No, no, they are not. No, they <laughs> so are not. Yeah. they're. I'm. I'm not saying to be fair, but they are not necessarily unique in that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Please continue. So because of a lot of laws um, protecting religious organizations, they've been exempt from any hiring rules that stop you from discriminating against LGBT people because they're allowed to ask people if they will follow their articles of faith or whatever. But they're also for volunteer positions, right? No, for paid positions positions as well. Yeah, so a lot of times they are, in a lot of places, they are allowed to discriminate against LGBT people for hiring because they are a religious organization, Mm -hmm. which they've been called out many, many times for. Um, 1997, the city of San Francisco had uh, created a law requiring companies doing business with the city government to extend domestic benefits to same-sex partners. I'm reading that directly from Wikipedia. They fought this law. Tooth and nail. The Salvation Army. The Salvation did. Army. Yeah. Right. So they, they've also fought against a lot of laws that would have made it so they had to hire mm-hmm. or even give benefits to same-sex couples. So they were, uh, yeah, I don't know, like whether they want to hire people and then not give benefits to their family. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I think I've told Like the story. of all the right. things that you could fight tooth and nail to stop... Uh, helping people support their families and the people they love is probably one of the yeah. worst things you can do. Yeah, exactly. One of the well, maybe not one of the worst things. I mean, uh, mandatory sterilization and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> euthanization of the elderly. Those would probably be really bad. Too, yeah, but you know, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Uh, 2004, they they threatened to 
cease all operations in New York City if they were required to give benefits to their same-sex employees. So I guess at this point they had hired same-sex employees, but they didn't want to give, or like for their partners, they didn't want to extend benefits to if, their... If I was New York, I would have been like, all right, get cool, out. Yeah. get out. Yeah. Um, 2012 in Canada, uh, this one doesn't say what city it was, but hmm. they a bell ringer, a Salvation Army bell ringer at Christmas was wearing a sign that said, if you support gay rights, please do not donate. Which, okay. <laughs> like, I guess I won't. And I'll never donate again. I find, what I find interesting is, uh, it's an organization that's trying to help the disenfranchised, yeah. the, the downtrodden, people who are in desperate need. And yeah. a, a lot of those communities are people who would fall under those yeah. sort of categories would you would you not yeah exactly agree? yeah in at least in some way i'm not saying that these communities are rife with people in that but yeah. they are a marginalized group exactly and and you would think that they would want you would hope that a, an organization would be able to put aside some of their archaic belief systems in order to assist people yeah but no yeah, they did the same thing in the UK, trying to fight laws that would give certain rights to homosexuals. And in in New Zealand, they were active in, in fighting some of this stuff, too. You know what I, sh- I say? I think that if you want to fight these laws and organizations and things like that from being passed in your country, then you should have to pay taxes. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're, yep. Yeah, if you're fighting in... yeah. If, if you want to have any say in that stuff as a religious organization, pay your fucking taxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until then, shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's also been a lot of issues with shelters denying mm-hmm. uh, trans people, shelters yeah. denying same-sex couples, um, things like that, where, mm-hmm. or at least separating them and where they do have family quarters, but... They, they'll separate them just because they are same sex. Um, I was just watching a video, though. I think it was in Winnipeg a couple years ago. They opened a... Salvation Army did open a shelter specifically for same sex families. Mm-hmm. And there, so there is some changes happening. What... I see, see, my first thought about that is like, okay, nice. They're, they're opening an organization. Yeah. But the fact that you said it was a separate place for them yeah yes. i'm immediately like okay That's so they're equal, they're segregating them right away yeah. so they're still making a big distinction that yeah. this is different yeah exactly We're putting this aside it yeah. just sounds like it sounds like it's trying to be a positive pr move but all yeah. it ends up really sounding like is that you're like we don't want them in the normal shelters so here's one for them yeah exactly and that's that's pretty and fucked if up it's a family unit anyway like why do you need a separate place for them it's like yeah i just uh, i don't know yeah. well, are they afraid that these people are going to corrupt these people's minds or something are they like going to spread the gay yeah it doesn't it's, yeah these are people the, the people who are look like here are here for a reason yeah they're, they're, they're most in desperate time and yeah the last thing you should be worried about is is any of this yeah yeah what, what their pp looks like yeah yeah Um, we should probably look a bit more 
uh, into the into the Red Cross uh, yeah. to kind of get a counterpoint to this. Yeah, I, I really exactly. like to see how how that fares because I'm sure there's 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 probably some <laughs> some things we could probably dig up or something. Yeah, exactly. I like I I'm hoping that they're a much better organization as far mm-hmm. as me too. Um, putting that shit aside. Yeah. Uh, another thing in uh, 2010 in Calgary, uh, mm-hmm. I was living there at the time. I don't remember this happening though, but the Salvation Army toy drive at Christmas was uh, destroying any Harry Potter or Twilight toys that were donated. I remember hearing about uh, Harry Potter books being like banned and destroyed when I was in public school. I think this was even before I even really read them. Yeah. And I remember being a kid and being confused. I'm like, why? Yeah, exactly. It didn't... It didn't make sense to me when I was a child. Yeah. When I was like eight years old, I didn't get it. Yeah. I still don't fucking (laughs) get it. It's true. Did you hear the recent story about the exorcist who went into a Catholic school and told them to get rid of all their Harry Potter books? Because he said the spells that in the books are real spells. So when the kids are reading them, if uh, they read them out loud, they can accidentally cause magic. Right. (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) First of all, no. Uh, uh, I don't know. Another, uh, another. I mean, they're not even really. The, yeah, they're about a magic school, but more of it is is really about like, the, like just going to school and relationships. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's like most of what the books really yeah. are. Yeah, written by a a Christian woman. Is she very Christian? Uh, I don't know. If she's very Christian, but she's like normal type, normal type Lutheran or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of I don't think she has an agenda against God. <laughs> like um uh what's his face? Um his dark materials. Oh, uh Phil Philip Pullman. Pullman. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why can't I know that? Why can't I think of that name? That's the same as mine. Sort of similar. <laughs> Trevor? <laughs> yeah. Uh <clears throat> yeah, also in 2010 in Vancouver, um there there was some blowback from victim advocacy groups because Salvation Army would every year go into prisons and give gifts to all the the prisoners and stuff and like play Santa to the prisoners and the victims groups were like well what do you do for victims you're doing all this stuff for the prisoners so yeah so that is kind of (laughs) weird yeah I mean I would be kind of weirded out if I was a prisoner. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I just I just killed three people for uh, three pounds of Coke. Why am I, why would I want to be visited by Santa Claus? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think a lot of it too is they're, they're very much into all the times that Jesus or the apostles talked about what you do for the poor and what you do for right. the sick and stuff. And they also talk a lot about what you do for the prisoner. Yeah. So... I'm I'm not saying that things shouldn't be done for the prisoners. I do but, I do think a lot more should be done, especially in the states. Yeah. Um, which I th- I think I saw a thing recently. Sorry, tangent. No, yeah. No. No. Uh, about California, uh, um, pushing to to ban private prisons in the state. Oh yeah. I don't know if that went through or not, or if it was being f- sent to the Supreme Court or something like that. But that could be a very positive step in the right direction. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, they need to get rid of private. The private prison system altogether. is uh, it's disgusting. Yeah. yeah, but on the other hand, I get their point too. It's like, well, they they don't 
deserve i don't know i don't know what they deserve they're still human beings so it's it's a tough yeah the thing is though there are there are other systems in place that that have worked and the big problem with a lot of the prison systems is uh i think it's recidivism yeah which is uh the tendency for for prisoners to re- become repeat offenders yeah and uh the current incarceration incarceration system as we kind of have it especially in the states uh has a very because there is no real emphasis on rehabilitation or anything like that there is a high recidivism rate yeah like, there's a lot of repeat offenders yeah and once they kind of fall into the system they get trapped in the system and it's just a constant cycle mm-hmm. where you know you get out of prison and then you get put on parole and then as soon as you do like one little thing you get put back in prison yeah. and then there's like a three strike rule so it doesn't matter what you do like you might have say you've turned your life around like you went to prison twice for two big offenses and then you turn your life around and I don't know, maybe you get caught with, uh, you know, smoking a joint. Yeah. You can go to prison for 25 years. Yeah. For that, for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, there there are much better ways. I, th- I, th- I don't know specifically what they are. I'm not yeah. an expert on this, but I, I would like to think that I understand people's desire for quote unquote justice. Yeah. And how people can feel that these people need to be punished. Yeah. But I don't think it's it's serving pe- everybody in a long-term way. There's there's a lot more that can be done and probably should be done. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. So I don't know how we got talking about this anymore. Uh, there would be there would be Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus and the Salvation Army. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. We were saying that we should have things done for the prisons. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's a. All right. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And there was the Australian sex abuse scandal. So it was kind of uh, shown that from the, well, the 1940s to the 1980s, uh, the Salvation Army shelters and orphanages in Australia, there was just revealed to be a lot of sexual abuse throughout the years by right. different people. And the Salvation Army's response was pretty shitty at first. Well, we've talked about things like this before in other yeah. organizations. Yeah. It seems to be a very, um, unfortunately, a very common place for things like this to yeah. happen. Because, like, you see this need, you see these kids that need to be taken care of, and you just want as many people as you can to help out. And if somebody's willing to help out... But they're also very, very vulnerable. Yeah, and exactly. And there's yeah. not really people who really care about yeah. them. yeah. As shitty as yeah, that is, exactly. but that's what it is. They don't have somebody fighting for these kids all the yeah. time. You're going to sleep better at night knowing that, oh, yeah, they're they're in a place. They have a roof over their head. Yeah, you think, oh, they're good. Yeah. Okay, there's a place. They're safe. Yeah. But then there are people in there who take that as an opportunity yeah. who are like, they don't have parents who care about them. They don't have people who are checking up on them. They're, I'm, I'm, I can do whatever they want. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Which is terrible. Yeah. So I guess, um, oh yeah, and that's another thing is uh, the unpaid labor. So they, the government cracked down on, in the UK, cracked down on the Salvation Army for the amount of unpaid labor that they were using from the members of their church and stuff like that. So kind of, you know, if you're running a store, maybe pay your employees. Right. And yeah, so that was... Is that is that the fault of the organization though, or the fault of the people who keep accepting volunteer yeah. positions to do it? Yeah, but w- within religions too, there's sometimes undue pressure based on the way you're raised. And yeah, yeah I but, I get that. At yeah. the same time, just like grow a fucking pair, yeah, <laughs> and do something about yeah, it. That's true. Yeah, 
I, 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 I totally get it. I understand those pressures. Yeah. We all succumb to them in different ways. Yeah. But sometimes it's like enough is enough. Yeah, exactly. And you need to be like, hey, my time is worth something. Here. Yeah. I, I'm glad to help out sometimes. But yeah. I don't know. It's... I found that too with, with going to church, growing up in church and stuff. There's so much like volunteer stuff mm-hmm. that you were kind of expected to do. Yeah. And then I'm, nothing against volunteering, but at a certain point you just feel taken advantage of. And then... right. Um, as someone who doesn't volunteer very, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but please. Continue. Yeah, but, like, you would just, you'd get this, like, fatigue of mm-hmm. just constantly doing these things that it just would begin to feel like forced labor. Right. And I remember even as a as a youth pastor, I was very firm because the, the church really wanted us to get more kids, more of the kids from the church involved in church, but they also saw it as a free labor pool. And yeah. so they'd be like, Hey Trevor, we need your youth group to clean up after this event or whatever. And see, that's not volu- That's not exactly. volunteering. Cause yeah. I, volunteering is a very important thing. There, there are a lot of people who, yeah. who take uh, a lot of their time to do very good things. Yeah. I, I probably should volunteer. I'd, just don't yeah <laughs> same i gotta get back i feel yeah. i feel you know saying yeah. it out loud i feel like a big piece of shit yeah and but. i probably should do something <laughs> for someone else but at the same time i'm you know i'm uh, i'm young i'm dumb I'm, i don't full of calm yeah exactly <laughs> and uh, i got priorities trevor yeah. and uh, helping other people that ain't one that of them. ain't one of them yeah, actually in a way we volunteer our time to do this exactly so this yeah. is our volunteering for, for <laughs> um, uh, uh, so that's hashtag Damien shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I remember too. Uh, a couple years ago, I was involved in my friend's church. Um, after I was kind of out as an atheist and everything, mm-hmm. but he was like, just be involved in, in their uh, talent night. They had a talent night once a month. Yeah, and it was kind of a fun little thing that they did. So I was like, yeah, I'll help out. And one time I got there early, and they were still setting up for their church service that night. And they asked me, the way I was asked if I would run the overheads for the music just brought back so many memories of how I was like just pressured into doing right. things I didn't want to do. And it was like almost triggering bringing me back. And I, I, was, I can definitely see that um, being being in the arts and stuff, you, you get you do a lot of you end up doing a lot of stuff for free. Yeah. Um, whether it be because you're either trying to get stage time or you're trying to be involved with something or it's a project that you really want to do and there yeah. really isn't any money for it. Yeah. But sometimes there are situations where it just feels like they don't have anyone else to do it. So they're like, you fucking do it. Yeah. Whether you want to or not kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts on the Salvation Army? <sighs> I wanted to like them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The, the, the thing I do like, the thing I really like is that mm-hmm. They put the, their money where their mouth is, so to speak. Yeah, like they yes. really believe that mm-hmm. Christ was telling them to to do good things for the down and out, and they mm-hmm. do it. And I think that's a good thing. I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, especially the first like half of the episode, we're talking about the where it started. Yeah, what their kind of ideals are in, as far as helping the you know people who really need the help. Yeah. I think that's that's a that's a fantastic message, and it's something that I think a lot of a lot of these organizations have, yeah, but don't really 
enforce. Yeah, exactly. But there's definitely things about them that I don't like. There's still going to be yeah. problems. I, yeah. I think no matter what you do, there's going to be problems. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's almost impossible not to have some sort of problem. Yeah. Especially on the scales, uh, the, the, the scale of it. Yeah. I, you're going to have some sort of problem. Yeah. But I say think twice maybe about where you put your donation money. Yeah. Um, and yeah. again, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but especially when it's cold and stuff like that, homeless shelters mm-hmm. always need socks and they always need right. razors. And you can also just find out what they need. So call up your local homeless shelter, see what they need, and uh, get, get, get them some stuff. I would say that's probably the most important thing you can do. Yeah. If you want to help people, if you want to put... Uh, money in your community if you want to help people in need find your local charities yeah. find these local organizations these shelters these people who are doing stuff um, if you can find the secular ones yeah exactly <laughs> find the ones where you know people are, are putting in their time to help people and they're actually doing yeah. something find the ones where they have experts working with them you know they have yeah. people in the mental health like they have doctors they have uh you know, people who actually know what the what people need, yeah, um, and not what they think people need. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so let's move on to our segment. All right, what's the segment today? It's a Bible quiz. Oh, another quiz. Bible trivia. Where's our Bible? Where's our Bible? Where's our goddamn Bible? We don't, don't have a Bible in here. Yeah. Why don't we have a Bible? We never have. It's a bar. Uh, this All one, the answers C. Most of them are, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> did I pass? Yeah, you did. I don't know actually if... Yeah, this one maybe not actually. Oh, um, this is a Christmas themed one though. Noise! <laughs> That's very quiet. Let me try it again. Try it again. Noise! Oh, still quiet. Noise! How would I raise that in post? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no. Do it again. Do it again. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm going to see if the volume will go up. Okay. Oh, that's why. There we go. Bring that down. Bring this down. Noise! There oh, it is. there it is. That's a good noise. Okay, <laughs> Christmas Bible trivia. All right. According to historical figures, uh, uh, yeah, according to the historical figures mentioned in the Bible, so like Herod and etc. Where can we place Jesus's birth? What year can we place Jesus's birth? Zero C.E. Sometime before uh, four B.C.E. Sometime after 6 CE or D, both B and C. I'm going to say E, none of the above. Because he didn't exist? <laughs> that too. That's yeah. So I'm going to do <laughs> F, which is both uh, both E and F. Okay. And E is that uh, they wouldn't, they don't say B, C, E or... Oh yeah, I guess A, D C, or... I, I, yeah. well, I don't think they'd say any of it. Um, so that's... Um, that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Is it D, though? It's D. It's D, because okay. uh, Matthew says that Jesus was born during the ra- uh, reign of Herod, mm-hmm. which uh, who died in 4 BC. Uh, Luke says that he was born during Quirinius, governor of Syria, and he, uh, he began his reign in 6 AD. So if one's correct, then he was born before 4 BC, and if the other one's correct, he would have had to have been born after 6 AD. Okay, so there's a bit of a range. A bit of a range, yeah. Right. Uh, in Matthew 2, verse 16 to 18, Herod orders the murder of all newborn babies. 
How many other historical records from that time recall such an event? I know this. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Yes. You'd think uh, the the ruler ordering the death of all the babies would be recorded somewhere besides a story that was written many <laughs> you think years so, later. You think someone would write about yeah. how all the babies are dead. Yeah, but nope, nothing. Yes, if uh, a baby holocaust happens, someone would write something about it, yeah, I feel exactly. like. Um, uh, you can uh, write in and tell us if you think that uh, the baby holocaust is newsworthy or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, believe it or not, at, at Believe It or Not podcast. Maybe we'll make Or a at Believe It or Not one of the two. Let's we'll, do an interactive we'll poll. We'll do a poll. Uh, okay. In Luke and Matthew, Mary and Joseph had to go to Bethlehem for a census because it was the birthplace of Joseph's ancestors. This was A, commonplace at the time and wouldn't have been a big deal. B, was a strange request even for the time, but historical records showed it happened. Or C, never would have happened because it's a fucking stupid way to do a census. <laughs> C? Yeah, it was C. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's that's my Christmas Bible quiz. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Wow. Mm. The Bible man. <laughs> the Bible man. Fucking right. Jesus, man. I've never read the Bible. I, I, I don't know if I've talk, talked about this before. I, I There was one point in high school where we had a Bible. Mm-hmm. We had like one or two for some reason. And of course, you know. Stole you know, them from motels. <sighs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> you ever sign the Bible when you're in a hotel? No, from God. From Jesus? No, that's Your great. pal, Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, that's always fun. Mm. Um, and I was just like, eh, maybe I'll I'll try to read this. I yeah. want to see what it's about. And I think I got about a third of the way through Genesis. Yeah. And I'm like, this is... This is insane. This yeah. Is, this is awful. Did you get to Tower of Babel? Babel? No. I... I, oh. I Got maybe three pages in, and I lost interest. <laughs> and I remember it was like one of those things where I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm like, yeah. I should do this. And yeah. trying, and maybe reading like another paragraph and be like, okay, I don't... Yeah. It's not that important to me. I'm going to go read... Uh, Harry Potter, Harry Potter again. or uh, um, Harriet the Spy. I never read Harriet the Spy. Mm. Read Harry Potter. Me neither. I read Encyclopedia Brown. You know, the funny thing is, uh, for the amount of times I've read Harry Potter, I don't believe magic. Oh. So... You but think did that any of your spells happen? Did you read them out loud though? Well, they have this thing called um, audiobooks mm-hmm. and movies, uh, where the spells have been said millions of times, and then people in their real lives are reading to their children, and uh, there have been, um, I think, uh, uh, zero cases of a spell happening. Oh, so I'm going to say it hasn't happened. Okay. But it might have, and I just didn't know. Yeah, it's possible. Like, there's the one um, where you unlock doors. Right. Right? Alohomora. Yeah. And I don't know if I've said it and unlocked a door if I just didn't lock the door to begin right. with. Right? So, That's true. You never know. You never know. Have you ever floated, though? No. Um. Well, no. In a pool? Not well. Oh, right. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, let us know. Tell us if you floated or anything from a Harry Potter spell. Also, mm-hmm. tell us what you want there to be a war on for Christmas. Yeah. Christmas time. If you got things that you think we need to rage about, uh, whether it be uh, the red cups mm-hmm. at the, your local coffee shop, whether it be mall Santas, whether it be having to go to your relatives and talk to them and give them gifts mm-hmm. and get gifts that you don't really want, 
and you'd say you'd rather just have cash, but you can't say that because yeah. it's kind of a full pie, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you don't really want gift cards because it's limiting. And right. if they're going to give you gift cards, they may as well give you money anyway because yeah. it's exactly the same as gift cards, except there's no, you know, limitations on it. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know. Let us know. Thanks, everybody. Like and subscribe. Bye. That's YouTube. Shit. Work, work, work. Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>